Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. DC Universe, welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 126. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on our network um, by heading on over to BOF and clicking that podcast drop down and giving everyone uh, an ear to lend because they do some great things and I think you should all should be paying attention to these wonderful, talented people that are taking the time out of their wonderful days to provide you with uh, some amazing content. So head on over to BOF and check that stuff out. I am your co-host for the other side of the Hudson River, a senior contributor to Batman on film. I am Peter Arvera, and today we're recording on August 20th, 2023. And I'd like to remind you all of our faithful listeners, if you take the time to review the show on Apple Podcasts and we read your review on air, you won our monthly Straight Outta Gotham prize uh, pack. So make sure you get those reviews in. And uh, now let me get to my favorite part of the show, your favorite part of the show, the introduction of the one, the only, the 1975 jellyfish chucking champion of West Comac, New York, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Holzman. Hello there. How you doing? I had Pete? no idea you were jellyfish proof. Like you just, you just can't get stung. It's in, it's incredible. Well, I can. It but just you just doesn't... work. You, Oh, it yeah, doesn't affect you? doesn't like, affect me. Is it because you're part aqua? It is, actually. It is. That's so do you have reason. some jelly in your fish? I guess. I don't know why I there. It's, it's like their defense, but it doesn't bother me. Really? So no, one, so no one ever has to pee on me to get a jelly jellyfish sting. Is that how so, that works? That's what they say. They say if really? you get stung by a jellyfish, someone could pee on the urine. Someone's urine will help. I... All the great baseball players used to pee on their hands to create callus, so they wouldn't get blisters. Oh, see. So, see, yeah. guys, the more you know, this is the more you know segment of the show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Today's topic: urine. Brought to you by Depends. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's true though. The the jellyfish thing. Um, with the urine. I forgot who told me that. And then it came up. I don't know who I was talking to recently. And it came up again. Probably Steve Irwin before he died. Oh, yeah. You hang out in those circles. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he could be a little ornery at times. Are you more of a... Would you call yourself a jellyfish hunter? Or are no. you just... You're I just actually don't like them. Really? Yeah. You ever eat one? Not a fan. No. Never eaten I've one. eaten them. It's interesting. Not it kind of tastes like I'm eating how, bubble wrap. How do you prepare it? I didn't prepare it. I had it at a, at a Japanese buffet. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, it looked, it, it just, I don't know. It was so weird. It looked just like bubbles. And then it felt, I felt like I was treating like bubble wrap. It, it doesn't really look like it, it doesn't look like it would be appetizing, but. It's definitely not. It definitely didn't look how I thought it would look. I was very, it was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> you guys should have saw Pete's face just then. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a this is a jellyfish looks like okay like I'd never really gotten close to one so but what did it did it taste 
There was no, it, there was no taste. It, it was weird. They didn't, it wasn't like a sauce on it or anything. So it was just the fish, and it, it was actually kind of flavorless. Okay. It was, but the tech, it was the weirdest first time I really didn't like something because of texture. I was like, this just okay. feels weird. Yeah, you know, like I never. That's never a complaint of mine unless I'm eating a jellyfish. <laughs> I don't like caviar because of the texture. So really, yeah, kind of gross. I can't remember unless I actually. I mean, you hang out with a lot of like you know socialites, so. <laughs> I mean, caviar. You know, I spent in my uh, younger years. I spent a lot of time in the Hamptons. Yeah, I'm more of a French onion dip. You know, <laughs> Eric's more of a caviar. So that's how that goes. Can I get the Fritos? There's a caviar, please. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Well, if only, if only any of that were true. But yeah, <laughs> you act like you don't have private, personal, private access to Jim Dolan's backyard pool. No, I don't. I don't. I did try and, well, it was a long time ago. But we, He's like, and, nope, I've listened to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my friends, me and a couple of my friends, we found out where Diddy's house was. When we went, this was in like the early, I guess early 2000s. We found out where Diddy's, oh, Hampton's house was. Do you mean Puff Daddy? Yeah. And we tried to, we tried to get into the, one of the parties he's, he was throwing. Yeah. Because we figured there's just so many people there, they wouldn't know. Like they would just get in. Yeah, we did not get it. They, How far they, did you get? They we well, we got my friend. My friend, his family has money, so he had a um, uh, what's that called? He had a Porsche. So he was like, oh, he goes, he goes. Well, I'll just drive. We'll take the Porsche, and that way it'll look like we belong. So I was like, all right. So we're all dressed up, and we all had like suits on, and we looked nice, presentable. And <laughs> we get out the car, and we walk towards the the gate where the entrance was and the security got like, these guys are massive. They're like huge mm. bouncers, just yeah. these big, huge guys. So we just kind of like, they weren't checking. They weren't stopping anyone. Like people were just walking in. So we're like, we'll just walk in too. So we walk, we walk and we get past the first crew and we're like, all oh, right, we get, we made it in. We're going to get closer. So I, where we actually started seeing people now, mm-hmm. like we started to see the people and we're going, so are you in the house? No, because it's this big walkway into the house, and then and you're it's just out. you're past the front gate. Yes, we're past the front gate, but the front gate to the house, not like the front gate to the driveway, which was massively long to begin with. So you didn't we, get to the driveway yet? No, we did. Okay, uh, this was the front gate to that where the house begins. Right. Yeah. You're you're okay. you're you're on the front lawn essentially. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Basically, we were because there was like these fountains and stuff, and you're walking through the lawn. Yeah, because and- who doesn't have fountains? <laughs> So we're walking through and then we see like the real, like the real security people. Now. Like, and what are, are they checking IDs? No, they're not checking IDs, but you could tell they're like paying attention to the people walking in. And... So we're, okay. So they're not checking IDs. They're oh. not like checking invitations. So how do you guys get had? Hmm? How do you how guys do get, get caught? I'm yeah. getting to it. I'm getting to that. So we start walking and I was like, I saw there's like this little pathway to the right. So I was like, let's go that way. Cause there were people over there. So like, we start walking to that side. We're like, all right, fine. And my one friend's like, nah, I'll keep going straight. I'm like, all right, so we'll walk this way. So he walks, they'd start talking to him at the thing. And I'm like, crap. And I'm like, ah, oh, we're going to get in through because we didn't get stopped. Like we keep walking. And all of a sudden, like these guys come out from out of nowhere. They just stand there. And we were, he was, he was like, how are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, we're cool. We're just trying to get back in the party. We, were, we said we were in it already. Like we, we were coming, we're coming back. Uh, we just stepped out for a bit. We're coming back into the party. And the guy looks, he looks and he starts laughing. He goes, you guys were, they're not in this party. 
And we're like, what do you mean we're not at the party? Yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> so he was like, nah, man, you're not. So I was like, crap. So because I was like, come on, just let us in. I'm like, we're not going to do anything. I'm not going to take pictures. I'm not going to do any, you know, I'm not paparazzi. I don't want any. I just wanted to go in. We thought it'd be fun. And he, and he was like, we really appreciate the attempt. But he's like, yeah, we can't just let you in. That's not cool. Mr. Combs, they, he's like, Mr. Combs would be upset. And I'm like, you mean Puffy? Because he was still Puffy at the time. <laughs> so he was like, you mean Puffy? And yeah. he goes, oh, what? Because you know his name is Puffy? You think we're going to let you in now? I was like, no, but you just, Mr. Combs. Was, who says that? Yeah. We all know who he is. So, yeah. That's funny. So then we wound yeah, up yeah. leaving and we just wound up going to some other beach party, but. Yeah. In your it was, suits. It was yeah. <laughs> well no, I mean we took off our jackets and ties then and just kinda That's fine. Hanging, but you gave it a shot. Yeah, we did. We did. We did give it a shot. Cause one of my, my one of my friends actually used to be a DJ out there and he made like mixtapes and stuff. So he kinda mm-hmm. knew some of the people inside the party, but even they couldn't get him in. Get us in. So because we were calling them afterwards. We're like, come on. <laughs> but nope. You guys should just rolled up with him to begin with. I know, <clears throat> but so there's the there's a story I wasn't planning on telling, but there's a story for, that's, for it. The, that's it for our fans. Just one of the, one of the entries in my uh, one of my various <laughs> books about Eric's life, <clears throat> the secret party life of Eric Colesman, Sutton, Booten, and Straight Tootin. That's the name <laughs> of that book. What? I don't. We have to work on the name. I don't. I don't like that name. I his rights have been sold. Yeah, covers now, well, well, I'm gonna fight it then. I don't want that. Oh, I'll see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, let's move to some reality. Uh <laughs> to the future. Uh, to now, actually. Uh so this weekend, as we know, we um, Blue, Blue Beetle uh finally is here. It came mm-hmm. out. The movie that started as a HBO Max film, the book got switched to a the- theatrical release. It was either that uh, or it was not going to be released. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So then it came it came out this weekend. It came out Friday. We both actually have seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave my mini review on the Facebook on our Facebook group. But go ahead, Pete. You tell us what you thought of Blue Beetle. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it had a lot of emotion involved in it um i really like the family aspect um i enjoyed that um i i did not uh i don't think that the complaints about the villain are a big deal um uh because it's like they're just kind of like a throwaway you know it's just it, it the, the movie's about more than just the villain the villain's just, it's kind of like what they do with black adam right like the villain's kind of disposable mm-hmm. um I like the action. The CGI was good. Um, a lot, lots of laughs. Um, you know, George Lopez crushed it. He was great. Uh, the grandmother was hysterical. She reminded me of my own grandmother at times, so that was great. Um, I, but I, re- I really dug it. I liked all the all the Easter eggs and everything. It was just fun. Um, my only negative about the movie, honestly, was Jenny uh, Cord. I thought she was the actress did a horrible job. I just didn't believe her. She she's kind of like the Megan Fox to Transformers. That's kind of the vibe I got. She's like she's hot, she's attractive, and she's uh, you know she's a little romance for uh, to kind of tie it all together between the Cords and the Reyes and Jaime. Well, not not just the Reyes but Jaime, but yeah, I guess the Reyes in general because she was she was a big part of the family. She really interacted with them a lot. <clears throat> all right, all right. Yeah, like I said, I um, 
I gave a little mini review the other day when I saw it. I got lucky enough to, that I could go early on Thursday, so I did. I made the first show possible that I could get to uh, just so I can see it myself mm-hmm. uh, before anyone else start, saw it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think it has a lot of heart for all the reasons you stated as well. The family aspect is great. Uh, it does shine a light on um, the Latin culture. There's a lot of elements of that in here as well, which makes sense. Obviously, he's... He's a Latin character, and then the director was also he's also Latin, so it made a lot. I of enjoyed sense. that part. Like I, I like between this and like Ms. Marvel, I really enjoyed like the ethnic aspects, right? You know, like because it kind of reminds me of my own family. Like my family's just very Italian, so like <laughs> to see his as like, hey, our, our grandmothers are pretty much the same, aside from the you know the wielding machine gun parts, but oh. like <laughs> you know. that was fantastic. I mean, you're right about her. She was great. George Lopez yeah. was great. Um, Zolo, really, this is such a different level of him from what I saw him in Cobra Kai to this. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that was something that I was kind of concerned about. Can he carry a film of this? He's nature? very charismatic. Yeah, and he was excellent. He really yeah. was good. Uh, so I was happy to see that that he was able to pull it off. Um, Jenny didn't bother me. I mean, she wasn't the greatest. She's not the greatest actress, but I thought she did okay. Uh, she was fine. The the one actress who did bother me and has bothered me for a while now is Susan Sarandon. I don't. Oh, oh we got a new beef. Uh, <laughs> new beef. New beef. New beef. She's man. She is terrible. Uh, and it's it's a fall from grace because she used to be really good. I thought but... she honestly like I I don't know if this is intentional or not, but I thought throughout the movie she was playing like a drunk CEO billionaire. Like, <laughs> she just always seemed like a little tipsy to me. I don't think that was the intent of the character. Then she's but, uh, she's not a good actress. Anymore. But no, it was <laughs> it was I, she just has every scene she's in is just lifeless. Like she sucks the air out of every single scene she's in. And yeah. it's it's just not pleasant to watch. I think uh, the actress who played Jenny did a worse job, and that's I noticed that way more because I, I read your uh, your comments online about Susan Sarandon, so I was like, oh, okay, let's see what this is about. But then like. I was like, I was like, I don't know. She just looks drunk to me. And I was like, but this other girl is just so cringe. I was like, you're, you were hired for a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I didn't. I don't, I don't know. know. She could be actually a legit actress, but she just felt like she was just eye candy. She wasn't. I mean, she. I'm not saying she was good, but I thought she played her role the way it should be played. Like that's. I didn't. Didn't take away from. Yeah, her she seemed to. She seemed way more dry and lifeless than Sharon Stone or uh, Susan Sarandon. Right. Should have been Sharon Stone. <laughs> yes, it should have been. We were talking about that before we got on air, but yes, Sharon Stone was originally cast to play the uh, the Victoria Cord part. And um, did you stay for the end credits? Both of them. Okay. Um, it's kind of. I mean, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen, but it I, don't, was, I don't know. It but cool I want to tell you part. something. Like, I loved how the movie connected the blue beetle blue beetle history like past and yes. present like the yeah. scarab and ted cord and how it was how it combined the two of them i thought that was great i don't know much about jaime reyes aside from like what they told me in injustice right the video games so, like he's he's still a relatively new character to me like i've only i i only oh man i don't think i read too much i don't think i've read too much blue uh ted cord blue beetle either to be really honest like it's not like there's just not a character like i, I just gravitate towards so like I don't know much about them, but I was really impressed with how they did the whole balance of 
past and present. And then yeah. you said the push credit scene where he was like, oh, all they had to do was turn the goddamn computer on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would have known this all along. <laughs> but I hope it goes somewhere. I don't know if this movie will actually be adopted into the DCU. They say it's a part of it. They say it wasn't. All this other jazz. So we'll figure it out. But, uh, you know, it's it's certified fresh from front to Rotten Tomatoes. So hopefully yep. this just uh, maybe maybe this is our, our, our uh, DC's Iron Man. <laughs> well it was a hundred i mean they're definitely i mean watching the movie that you do get the that kind of connection to the iron man connection right you Dude, do watching this movie i got connections to like amazing spider-man 2 black adam shazam iron man and venom like that's what i thought like when he's in court industries that just looks like straight out of amazing spider-man t- uh 2 when he goes or, or is it amazing spider no it's two the first right? one the first it's, one. It was first one, yeah. So it's Amazing Spider when he goes into Oscorp. That's it, yeah. Yep. So, it, like, that, to me, I was like, did they just steal the scene? <laughs> yeah. He goes into the front desk, and then um, Venom, obviously, for the obvious reasons of the body takeover and everything like that, and the family was for Shazam, and then Black Adam, just because it's like, the villain doesn't matter, it's just a straight, like, kind of roller coaster ride. Yep. With, like, little plot points here and there, but, you know, like, it, it, it I don't know, this is a really good CBM to end the summer on. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like it's a very fun movie, and like you said, if you if you have a strong family dynamic, there's a lot to relate to because that's what this is about. The movie's very much about family, um, not like Fast and the Furious style family, but just family, like actual family. <laughs> yeah, like actual real family. So um, I hope if you guys and I said this uh, on my review, if you guys haven't seen it or aren't, weren't planning to see it, give it a shot. Honestly, you should. Easter eggs yeah. are good too. Yep. There are some good Easter eggs. There's some, there's some good like signage. What did you think of this city? This city seems so futuristic. Yes. Palmyra city. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It Uh, almost seemed like Batman beyond with like in Miami. It was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely Florida, right? It's we're definitely in Florida. Like they're definitely keys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what they, that's what she says. Like it's the keys. They're in the keys, so it's it's if it's not actual Florida, it's a take obviously on. You've Florida. been there because you 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 once held the title of champion of Florida for numerous. No, years. I never did. You, how, I lived how, there. I lived there for a little while, and you were not the champion. You were I was not the champion. Okay, no. Apparently, peninsulas aren't good enough for Holzman. No. Um, only islands. What a snooty bastard he can be sometimes. <laughs> peninsulas i don't do peninsulas sorry islands only i hated florida but the third island boy over here Um, (laughs) i had no idea who to who the hell they were until you sent me that video that day island boys with a wig and a tattoo hair i was like what the hell am i watching dude the island boys so you put Anyway, you brought up the Easter eggs, and the director Angel Manuel Soto talked about it uh, with Collider and Steve Weintraub, who is awesome. But yeah, they talked about, it, and he also talked about casting all Mex- the Mexican cast. And uh, so, what did what did you think of the article? By the way, the interview. Um, I thought it was good. I mean, I love Frosty. I think Frosty does a great job. He's one of the real f- few, I would say, like just honest to God, just nerd journalists as opposed yes, to just he's being like, fantastic. You know, he's he's definitely one of us. Um, I I enjoyed it, and I just like I've read a couple articles from this from this director, and I could just feel the guy's like passion through yep. each word. 
Like you could tell like this meant something to him to get all these guys together, all, you know, in this Mexican cast to produce the first Latino superhero. Like he is so happy to actually get this thing from HBO max to the silver screen. No, I loved it. It was great. And uh, the Easter eggs, you know, the, from things like, and these are some of the things like I read, like apparently there's a box of Oreos there and he's like chuckles and it's like, okay, so that's a Martian Manhunter Easter egg. Like <laughs> somewhere in the, in the, in the, I don't know, the bug's nest or whatever it's called, <laughs> wherever right. Ted Cord's lair is. And like, you know, there's Lex Corp signs, there's daily, uh, daily planet sign. Like, that's why I mentioned like the, 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 how the city looks futuristic. And it's kind of like what they did in Man of Steel, you know, like Lex Corp has a truck, Wayne satellite, blah, blah, blah. Like those mm-hmm. are the things that to me, that that's like a wink, wink, nod, nod that I really appreciate. Not the ones where they just stuff it in your face, you know, like, <laughs> That that's something uh, I can appreciate more, and I, I dug it because I was talking to Haas on the way in, like on the way uh, home when I, after I saw this movie, and it's like this movie is almost standalone. Like, yeah, there's a greater world out there. There's Batman, there's Superman, but like you know, they're it's name only, right? We yeah. know there's a Metropolis, but like this is pretty much a standalone movie that's connected to everything. You know, almost in the light of, let's say, Shazam 1, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Like, yeah, it's connected to a universe. You figure out which one. Like, you figure out what, what's connected to or whatnot, and you can have you can have that. But, like, yeah. you know, it, the movie doesn't need it. It's weird. It's it's almost like a standalone movie, even though it's there is a lot of connection in there and a lot of history. Yeah. I mean, they even he even went to Gotham Law School, right? You see he's wearing that. Yeah. The, the pullover with says Gotham Law on it. I mean, yeah. so that was cool too. Yeah, there, there's Rudy plenty. Mentions, Rudy mentions that several heroes from their specific cities. So it's like, yes, we know about these guys, you know. Yeah. And the the original Blue Beetle was the original hero of what was the name? I can Palmera City. Palmera City, you know, originally it, it's you know, and he was like he, but he had personality, you know, like Batman was a fascist. Like everyone yeah. got mad at that line, <laughs> but within the context of the movie, it's just another. I mean, Lopez just crushed another joke, right? I mean, he's. Like you, you see what the how he's like as a character in the movie. Yeah, so, he's your crazy right. drunk uncle. <laughs> right, you get to understand why he said that. I know everyone freaked out when that line came, and I was like, oh, "Come God. on, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a little crazy." Uh, you also, there's also some cool things in here, like the Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> oh my God, I right. I didn't even mention the Haas. I saw that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's awesome." And how uh, Millie was able to use it, yeah, I thought that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot like once they finally get into Blue Beetle um, and the the layer, I guess I would call. I don't know what it's called, but his, I called um, it the bugs. Nest. Yeah, that's fine. The what bugs. Millie spray paint on the front of the beetle. I couldn't read it. I didn't have my glasses with me. In the oh, theater. I don't remember. I don't remember. remember. Someone, someone can tell me after this is posted, please, because I can't remember it. And I'm probably not going to be able to see this movie again until next weekend or the weekend after because I got to catch Ninja Turtles. But yeah. Yeah, she did. She spray painted something when she first. She spray painted something, and I was like, "Did she just give? Did she like spray paint the front of it blue?" And I was like, "Oh no, there's." She had like some kind of like graffiti style art, and I was like, "I can't read that." I think it was Spanish. It was in Spanish. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, the the whole having the history with Ted and explaining how the scarab came to be and what it what like it's a very. If you didn't know the character before, you have a really good idea. It's of a who good history is, lesson right? for Blue yeah. Beetle. Yeah, you know, he was kind of like he was a poor man's Batman. You know, that's what's kind of cool. I kind of whereas like I always make fun of my buddy Connor because I always tell him Green Arrow is a fake Batman, and they then only like copied it to a T to a point. Like he had an arrow cave and everything. You know, like (laughs) 
<laughs> he was for a period of time, money like, yeah yeah it was kind of funny like yep. this is kind of a poor man's batman he was a scientist but like you know he was a little bit more clunky he wasn't as let's say sleek and stylish as batman i i really enjoyed that stuff a lot more I really enjoyed the movie a lot more because it included that stuff. I didn't think that was going to be in there. There was, there was way more Ted Gordon in this movie than I ever thought there was going to be. Yeah, there's a lot of Ted Gordon in this. I mean, obviously his name is all over because of the company, and so his name is there. But yeah, there's a lot more uh, of that of the Ted and there's Cord, a, there's the a lot of like dads. Him. Dads are a big part of this. Yes, you know the Ted Cord, Jenny, Jaime, his father. Like it, yes. the fathers are a big part of this. Yes, very, very much so. So definitely, guys, go check it out. L- uh, let us know what you thought. It really is a feel-good film. Um, it's it's different in that regard. I keep I keep reading people say, "Oh, it's just another." It's like every other comic movie. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. Uh, yes, the beats are there because they have to be because that's what you expect from a comic book movie. But the story itself is different in a lot of ways. Um, so definitely go check it out and let us know what you think because I don't. I mean, it's. I think it only oh, made. F- it was kind of cool getting an Omac in a movie. I will say that it wasn't how I thought Omac should look, but <laughs> I um, I appreciate the the effort. That it was a lot better than coming up with something that. that I'm not mad that you know. I'm not mad about it. I, I kind of got the idea, and I, I'm not. I'm, the look could have used a little work, but I think they that that's that's really it. I don't have many complaints about this movie, really. Yeah, I I I. It's a really like we were just talking about. There's a lot of DC stuff in this, um, and it lets you know that yes, this is a, obviously it's a DC property, uh, but again, it's just it's just a really good family movie. I and def- how do you say Jaime's real name? He's fantastic. Zolo, Z- Zolo, yeah, that kid crushed it, man. Yeah, like from from the opening scene, like he's. Great head of hair too. Oh, he's so kind. <laughs> he really is. Like I hope, I really hope this goes somewhere and gets a sequel and we see him pop up somewhere down the line because I have fun with it. I, 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 just, I really, I really enjoy this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, and like I think for me too, because I didn't know much about him, you just I was much more paying much more close attention, I guess, to things because I wanted to make sure I was getting everything. Pay attention to the opening credits. Cause there's a lot of newspaper clippings. Yes, yes, I, I took my eye off call. the screen for one second when I missed something that I want to go back and see. So, you know, pay that's attention to call. the opening credits. Yeah. I didn't think of that, but you're right. That's it's kind of like what they did in the incredible Hulk. Um, yeah, right? a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Correct. Yeah. I'll so, give you that. That's a good pull. So, yeah, so it's similar guys. So if you think that's what we're talking about, you're going to go check, if you're going to go check it out, you're going to get information. Yeah, make sure like you get there on time. Yeah. Don't want to miss the opening credits. Yes. All right. So the next, I believe the next superhero movie coming up is the Marvels, uh, which I which know you I'm are excited really for waiting to, waiting to see. Really ex- Dude, Holzman's really rubbed off on me with this because I'm telling you, I wasn't excited for it. But once I got that Holzman on me, I can't stop talking. I'm really pumped for this. I can't wait to see what Kamala does because she's so she has no clue what she's in store for. Yeah, uh, she's definitely the element I'm looking more looking close, uh, looking forward to seeing. Sorry, uh, more than the other ones because I've seen. I know she's the youngest and she's the kid and uh, I really liked Ms. Mar- um, Ms. Marvel. So I'm really looking forward to see how she works, plays with both the other two uh, characters, Photon, right? And then, of course, Captain Marvel. So it's going to be fun to see that. But Nia DaCosta. 
I think, dude, Brie Larson is actually going to be perfect for this role. I think her RBF and just her just horrible charisma are perfect for what this movie's supposed to be. Well, we'll see. I think you are going to get three distinctly different personalities, though, which is probably good um, in this yeah. in this one. So it'll be nice to see them play off each other. But Nia DaCosta is the director, and she recently spoke about... Um, the movie and super she addressed superhero fatigue and why the marvels is different and will not be impacted by that and she says the biggest difference from other mcu movies to date is that it's really wacky and silly now i thought that was a little bit of a funny com- comment since we just got ant-man quantumania but okay you thought that was wacky <laughs> and silly yes i don't think so you don't think the the inside the quantum realm was wacky and silly you didn't think that uh, no, I thought it was more strange. I wouldn't say okay. wacky. And, when, She-Hulk, I think, is wacky and silly. I don't think well, Ant-Man was wacky and silly. She-Hulk was wacky and silly because of how they shot it. Yeah, well, that's regardless, <laughs> wacky and silly is wacky and silly. <laughs> it just is. But like, I, 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 maybe I have to give it a rewatch. But I, I odd maybe, uh, yeah, but not wacky. Yeah, I don't know. So. She continues to say, the worlds we go to in this movie are worlds unlike others you've seen in the MCU. Bright worlds that you haven't seen before. Again, Asgard. Um, I mean, we've seen those before. But anyway, she's trying to sell her film, so I get it. Um, well, she probably hasn't watched all 20 movies. That's possible, too. That's, that's <laughs> very possible, too. But, yeah, so I don't know uh, if I agree with her assessment of it, but I do think that I'm looking forward to it. One of the reasons I'm looking forward to it is because of her. I liked Candyman. Ooh. It wasn't great, but I did enjoy it. She directed that um, Little Woods too. That was a good movie as well. So I'm excited that she's helming this. It's going to be fun to see. But Dude, yeah. Wacky and silly is what really gets me interested. Because I can kind of get that with Kamala. And I can kind of see how Kamala can add some kind of silliness and wacky. Like overjoyous fangirl in her in like you know her dream element you know like obviously i imagine that would invoke some crazy craziness but like i'm just like i am so after the trailer and seeing them like basically kind of like swap spots mm-hmm. it just really worked for me from the get-go yeah and you know i'm definitely more into this because of ms marvel than i am captain marvel you know? Yeah, I I'm interested to see the Ms. Marvel did a thing, and I and I and while I don't think that's a comedy, I think maybe the MCU taking a shot at this is like old school MCU where they say let's take a superhero movie and let's let's like put it in a genre like let's take Captain America and put him in like political drama then you right. know, like the soldier right mm-hmm. like this feels kind of MC like let's take the Marvels and let's kind of put them in a slapstick comedy. And yeah, I, that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. And I think this is kind of old school MCU back to what back back to what they were doing the, at their best. Right. Like, so that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. And that's why I'm really kind of pumped for it. Yeah, I I wasn't at first when they, they brought out had this concept. I'm like, they're going to just stuff it too much. But all the trailers I've seen have been really good. So and I'm interested to see the the fo- the relationship between um carol and uh, monica because obviously she's grown up now right so it's going to be interesting to see their relationship 
in this one and how it is. And we've got a lot of Monica. Like we yeah. saw, you know. Yeah. We've Obviously in WandaVision. She was in WandaVision. Yeah. Had a big role in that. We've seen her grow up. Yeah. So it's we're gonna kind of weird we have. You know, we you, you thought it was Spider Man who you kinda like watch grow during the MCU, but it's really kind of been Monica Rambo. Yeah. You know, from a little girl to yeah. adulthood. So yeah. So that's coming in November twelfth, I think. November twelfth it opens. So I know I'm sure a lot of people out there aren't excited for it. <laughs> but Are you, you know, if it if, it's, if it comes out on a Sunday uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to watch the Jets first and then go see it? Or well, it never comes out on a Sunday. I'm just trying, just trying to create conversation for the radio. <laughs> a little bit, you know. I know you're really excited about Aaron Rodgers and everything, and <laughs> you know. And did you draft Kirk Cousins in your fantasy league? By the way, Garrett was talking about. He said, I did not. Okay. The last show we had, you brought him up. And I said, in fantasy, I would take him because he puts up numbers. And he so does. that's two weeks in a row you've said that Kirk so, Cousins puts up numbers. He does. I don't think that's groundbreaking, earth-shattering news. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just, hey, hey. But uh, Ryan Powers and me is so, a little excited. Well, if I had I, a scarab, it would say, blood is rushing to your midsection region. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, dude, I'm all about the scarab. Like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed good. that uh, people like Reno didn't go see Blue Beetle. <laughs> well, there's plenty of time. We're still in the he theater. Just said, he's like, oh, look, look, Blue Beetle. Nobody goes see a check they go empty. <laughs> look, Blade Runner. Nobody goes see with me. But that, there's one person that goes, you know, <laughs> stupid. You're done. Like, oh, jeez, Reno. <laughs> like, I thought you liked these things. Ah, Reno, me like what I like. Like, okay. <laughs> apparently here's your beetle, apparently it made up only about 40 million worldwide or something like that what was the budget um 109 million i think okay so so plus marketing what's what was how, how does that what does that equation go it's like if you take the budget then you multiply it by what it's usually what the marketing is isn't like two or three i can't remember yeah, I think so. I think you're so right the, about that. It's like the rough multiplier. Math. Don't quote me on yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I think that's what that means. It's like some stupid formula. The weird thing about it, well, not weird, but the the thing that is not shocking to me, but maybe I'm just shocked that I guess more um, Latino people didn't go see it and Hispanic people didn't go see it. But My for the theater was filled with uh, Spanish people. Yeah. <laughs> but the cinema score was a B plus for Blue Beetle, but. With Latino and Hispanic moviegoers, it was a ni- it was at ninety percent, um, and then it was twenty seven percent, um, white people. So well, I mean, I, I get some part of that twenty seven percent. What percentage were Italian? So <laughs> I don't know. And again, I'm not surprised uh, that at those numbers so much. I do. I kind of. Uh, I kind of thought that would be have to be the case. And when even we talked about the buildup to this film, I said they're going to have to really rely on getting um, Latino people to watch this movie uh, because they just don't know, right? Like no one knows who it is. So it was going to be a tough thing. But when I read the breakdown and I saw the breakdown, I was really... I wonder if that's kind of why it's kind of set in Florida, right? Maybe they... I don't know. You think? Because I don't know where Blue Beetle really hails from, to be brutally honest. Yeah, I mean it's a fictional city, so you know. I, mean, I don't know. 
I remember the, the Shazam used to take place in Fawcett City, which was named after Fawcett Comics right. after years and years. And then they moved into Philadelphia, or Jeff Johns did. So then Billy went to Fawcett High School, <laughs> at least in the movie. Right. No, like that's, yes, that was a. So a, they take their liberties. Every like a, yeah. I just don't know. I'm trying to. I mean, I could look it up, obviously. We can get back to you because, again, I don't know enough about it. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm just curious because uh, I, I honestly can't. And none of you don't any of you tell me you're Blue Beetle fans because none. Of you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are Blue Beetle fans out there. But don't come in the comments like oh, you don't know. Like stop it. You didn't either. You didn't even know who he was. If it wasn't for justice, you'd be just as dumb as me. <laughs> it's true. That's the first time I even heard of him. He's actually one of the best characters in that game too, by the way, because he just can do so many things. Yes, a lot I of remember, fun. like, I was like, I have more fun playing with Blue Beetle than I did Green Lantern. Any of them, that include the the John Stewart version. Yeah, it was a lot of definitely a lot of fun, and uh, I definitely saw some of those character. moves from the game in the movie. So, yeah, and he, and the and the director did say he it's actually some of the that's some of the source material they used. For the film. So I imagine the action sequences are probably stolen right from NetherRealm Studios. Yeah, when he was doing using the suit to some of its capabilities, I, I was even thinking, I'm like, yeah, that was in the game. I remember yeah. <laughs> like, the, game. the hand cannon looked just like the hand cannon from the game. Yep. It was, It was. yeah. It was something I, I could relate to for that. It was something, yeah. one of the things he's, I could relate he's, to. He's one of the more fun characters in the game. I love playing with him. So... That was the really when that, that was my first time I fell in love with Blue Beetle as Injustice, Injustice <laughs> Two, right? I think it's Injustice Two. Two, yeah, it's the second one, mm-hmm. which is that game is so big. It's still fun to play. I still play. It, it is. It is fun to play. I agree. All right, so we've talked about in the past about humor in films, and we've been talking about humor in Blue Beetle, which because there is a good amount of it, and it's very well done and well placed um, throughout the film. Um, but there was an article in Collider that talked about specifically about DC to stop making their movies and their heroes funny. Um, I'm not going to read the article for everybody. If you guys want to, you can go check it out. But they focus mostly on Black Adam and The Flash. And The Flash, yes, I can definitely see the argument that they make there. I didn't think Black Adam had a lot of humor. I, it was... For the humor, the humor in Black Adam, I thought worked for me because it was dry. Like, tell them the man in black, and then like, or right? Like, or like, oh, that's sarcasm again. Yes, or like him trying to learn sarcasm. Like, you know, I, again, you're talking to someone who really liked Black Adam. I do. So too. the movie, the movie worked for me in a lot of places. Again, it's like very similar to Blue Beetle, aside from the worthless villain that's just there for the big fight scene. <laughs> right? Like, actually, that's yeah. They're, they're that's very exactly much the same. Yes. Yeah. So like. I don't have a problem with the humor in um, Black Adam. In The Flash, if you want to say younger Barry was slightly more annoying, then I'll give you that. But I think he was supposed to. That's kind of the whole point. That's what, you know, that's what led to the big blow up in the cave between the two Barrys. Right. So, again, I thought that worked. Um, Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you wanted to attack a movie about DC humor, then it would probably be Fury of the Gods, and you probably have to take a Daddy Bat stance where stance where you didn't like what Levi was doing. Yeah, that's yeah. I think, and I think you have that gripe too. Yeah, I didn't like it in the first film mm-hmm. either. It's one of the things that bothered so, me about the first Shazam movie. But like, so. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think that putting the humor in the movie is bad. It's just that 
when it's forced. And I guess it's just tough to figure out what someone thinks is forced humor or not. Like, I think Justice League humor is forced. Justice League 17, that humor can be somewhat forced. Yes. But, you know, like, when <laughs> Joker is, like, taunting Gamble and about this purple suit, and he's like, well, you ought to know, you bought it. You know, like, that's that's funny humor to me. You know, because right. that's like, you know, it's a good jab. So it, it all depends. Everyone's different. Yeah, I didn't, like, reading the article, I was trying to think of key parts of the films, and he goes through some of them, but I was trying to think of key moments in any of those films where I was like, wow, that was really bad. Um, there may be some stuff in The Flash. There are a few things here and there. I was like, yeah, that that probably didn't need to be mm-hmm. there, but, um, and Levi's just... Uh, let's go, come on, Barbie, let's go party seems to be the one thing I hear a lot of people complain right, about. Right, that's one of them. It's a dumb line. It's dumb. Um, a lot of people have problems with the opening sequence in, in the flash. Oh, um, I can't, I'm sorry. No, shut up. If you're going to complain about the babies. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to you. I'm not. So, I mean, there's, the, and again, I don't think that's forced. I think they were trying to, he was trying to set up the film in a way with that. Uh, so to me, it was like, okay, it was an interesting way to do it, but I thought it was well done. So it didn't bother me, but. Yeah, Shazam would probably be the one, and it's just because I don't love the over the how over the top Levi goes with trying to prove that yes, he's a he's a teenager. Uh, that to me, it's just too much, and so that's the one thing I would agree with. But I mean, I always say this about these films: if they're too serious, you're going to lose people at certain times. So you got to strike a balance, right? You have to have a good balance of where these characters seem human. We all are funny. Human beings are funny, period. Whether you have a good sense of humor or a bad sense of humor, there's funny there's something funny in each person on this planet. So I think humor is relatable and it should be in films. Decide like you said, deciding whether it's forced or not, that really depends on the person watching it. Sometimes I think the MCU can be maybe a little bit too repetitive with humor in certain in certain well, films. They're, they're, there's after a certain... 20 something now it's probably close to 30 movies <laughs> yeah well, actually i don't think that the, the the later movies have really been part of the... there's an era in the mcu it i think somewhere more towards the middle maybe uh, like some end of like phase two mostly like phase three where there's like i feel like a lot of jokes injured people complain about jokes a lot right mm-hmm there's yeah. definitely like a jokey section of the mcu where i think they had to get straightened out where it was too much. And I'm not talking about like, oh, I understand that reference. Like maybe it starts around Age of Ultron probably and kind of goes into a, a little bit of that phase, uh, the phase that follows that movie. But yeah, I, I remember a lot of people complaining about, you know, the humor. But like there's certain things like I think certain characters can do humor different ways. Like we've seen numerous takes on the Joker, whereas we could all say Nicholson's Joker of, of let's say like of the Warner Brothers films is clearly like the classic or classic funny joke. Yes. He's Joker's a little crazier, a little scarier. Leto's Joker's a little bit more kind of cracked out. <laughs> right. And right. Uh, drug dealer type. And then you have the psychopath that is, um, what's his face? Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. And then Barry, we don't know much about Barry yet. So I can't say nothing about Barry other than Justin hates his look like everything else. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so like, you know, like th- that character itself he can do funny so many different ways, you know? Yeah. From Jack, like farting down the hallway to pencil trick, you know, like, right. <laughs> so it all depends, you know, but like, I don't know, like they're not comedies, but if you're making a comedy, then they get it. But if it's an action flick, like, you know, 
you know, everyone laughs at Yippie Kaye, motherfucker. Like it's just, <laughs> you know, like it happens in Die Hard. Right. My whole thing with humor is if it's in a movie and it takes you out of a scene, then it's bad. If if you if all you remember from a specific scene in a film is the bad joke, then yes, then that should, joke should mm-hmm. have been there. That's how I look at it, and it's very rare that that happens for me. I, to be honest, I feel this the same way about CGI sometimes. Oh yeah, I'm with you too. Like I'm a blue beetle too. when he like when they're doing the Amazing Spider-Man scene, and it's all CGI except for the girl in the front desk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is this is a little rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's fine. But it's a quick shot, and then you move on to the rest of the movie, and you realize how much you like it. Like, not every movie's perfect. Like, how many how many movies honestly are perfect? Like. Jaws, you can't even say the Godfather, right? Because then you go all Kowalski and say Sonny missed Carlo on the stoop, so he's missed Punch. You can't say it's a perfect film, you know. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's pretty. That's a pretty close to a perfect movie. If you well. miss a punch in a but, movie, it's bad. Remember that. That's just that's the rule. But that's uh, whatever. I that's don't. That's the agree. rule in California. But. That's the rule. That's where they make movies. That's the rule. <laughs> So you guys let us know what you think. Uh, this is a topic that we literally could probably do a show on uh, on its own. So you guys let us know what you think about humor in film in superhero films. Uh, and you could even like get as targeted as much as like specific characters if you want. Say, yeah, specific scenes, long. details, YouTube yep. clips. You, you know? could do that, too. Yeah. Just let us Paint know what pictures. you think. I think that's a good uh <laughs> I think it's a good topic for open discussion. So I think that'd be something fun to hear what other people have to say. Um, the article specifically mentions James Gunn doing humor. And yes, I mean, his a lot of his films have humor in them. He's That's what he does. He also does dark humor, dirty. Yes, dark humor, right? Dark, dirty. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then uh, he, that was one specific kind of humor. And then you have the Suicide Squad, which was dark and dirty, like you said. Well, look at, But look at like something like Slither. That's right. You got a lot of dark humor as well, you know. Like, yeah, I was trying to keep it just to this the genre. Oh well, yeah. I was just saying like he, but that's his style. Yes, like, that's, that's his style. It's yes. an all even a movie like he produces like the Belko experiment. There's dark humor in that. Yes, that's just the guy. That's what the guy does, and I like that because he's twisted like me. Yes, I agree. Uh, but <laughs> but um, he is making as we know Superman Legacy is the first film in the new DCU. And everyone assumed that when he got, decided not to keep Henry Cavill, that he was going to, with a younger Superman. So someone asked him this specifically, and he said, wait, not so fast. <laughs> he said, I'm not making a young Superman. He said, I'm just making a Superman movie that's focusing on the early stages of his uh, career, earlier part of his life. So... I mean, I guess how you read that is it. I thought so too. I think a lot of us thought that he was going to go with a, a much younger Superman. Uh, well, he's ten years younger. But yeah, the the actor yes is ten years younger. Corin Sweat is thirty. So yeah, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I guess that's cool. But then it makes sense that it's not because he he said that this was not um, an origin an origin story, right? So it would make more. It makes sense in that regard. Yeah. I kind of took it as this is like, for lack of a better term, the Batman of Superman, right? Whereas it's year two, it's year three. Like he just started putting on the cape, right? Like he's been at this maybe for a couple years, you know, handful, right. not, not too many. 
the early stages of his career. So, like, again, this is the thing I think people just get caught up in semantics. Like, yes, he's a younger Superman. No, he's not Superman starting out on the second day of the job. It's somewhere in the middle. Like, and it's like, this is where I think James Gunn kind of gets himself into a little bit of trouble. Because he's like, I'm going to be clear and transparent, and I'm going to answer all the idiots to ever say something to me. And it's like, dude, just do me a favor and concentrate on the movie. Like, even though he probably is, maybe it's his day off, and he's sitting in, I don't know, a Wendy's parking lot eating french fries, just trolling. If he's doing (laughs) that, then God bless him. Well, (laughs) but like, I mean, I don't know. You don't have to be transparent with me, man. Like, it's, you told me not to talk about this, but it's like the Yankees, dude. I'm going on Wednesday because they're playing the Nationals. They both suck Thursday. The game's at 1 o'clock, and I'm going to sit as low to the field as I possibly can because when they're good, I can't afford it. So I'm going to take advantage of a bad baseball team, and I'm going to sit behind the plate, or at least two Section 216. Oh, that's oh man, that's been such a real. It's been a really long summer with the Yankees. That's all I can say. Oh, I don't. Every loss knocks about five bucks off the price of that ticket on StubHub. That's good for you, then. Yeah, I cannot wait. But I, I, dude, I may sit in section one (laughs) fourteen. For the time Tuesday, I haven't bought the tickets yet. I'm waiting. I'm gonna. I'll probably buy them tomorrow. I'm waiting for the lowest possible price. I'll probably be able to buy them Monday or Tuesday. But yeah. I'm going Thursday, and I'm going to sit as long as I possibly can. Good for you. Seriously. And plus, he's got some good eats there, so it's a good place to go get some I'm food. not waiting in line for that Judge Burger, but uh, <laughs> you bet your ass I will be down the third base line for a LaBelle steak sandwich. Yeah, right. Good. Good, good call. Good call. I still haven't been to uh, Shea yet this year. I haven't gone yet. I got to get out there at least once. They have good food choices there, too. It's a nice ballpark. It's cute. It's a very it's nice. nice ballpark. It, it is. is. It's nice. It is. It's not Yankee Stadium. It's Ebbets Field. Much more fan. It's much more fan friendly. I think. I don't know but. what that means. Like, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Explain that to me. There's stuff you can. There's stuff for kids to do, like there. There's an entire section in the, the fort in the four hundreds for children with baseball fields and everything. Yeah. There's, there's literally an entire upper deck in Yankee Stadium for the kids. Yeah, but no one uses it. No one goes. I saw them. I saw kid. I sat in for uh, fifteen last Fourth uh, of July with my brother. We walked around. We had a rain delay. There were kids playing in that thing all day. My dog's here. Hello, Bella. <laughs> it's a little swap this time. Huh? Yes, a little dog swap. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's like I hate when people say that about Yankee Stadium. Like, should it be a real ballpark? It's a museum. You do- I was like, yeah, because it is. I like Pete. I like both of them. Get it. I just you have more fun right in the Shea Stadium and they hit you with a it's Dodger. Not, it's, it's a Dodger. Okay. This is not the topic for this show. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's our show. If they don't want to listen, they can hit skip and fast forward. <laughs> I don't, I just, you say something dumb and I just, I, I'm going to needle it. Like, what do you mean? Fan friendly. Like, it there's is. not a million bad Like, you can't stand and eat food in Yankee Stadium. Like, you're, you're like pushed up against the wall. It makes no sense. Well, they do make you say fan friendly. You don't and at City Field. You don't have to sit down. You can just walk around in the back and hang out, and you don't have to sit in your seats. What do you mean? Don't the Yankee, sit. Sta- the Yankee Stadium? They make you sit. Like you have to find your seat. Yeah, you can't sit at the bar that goes around the stadium because well, that's somebody's seat. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Let's. This is not again. I don't want to talk about this. This is not a you, good topic. Sometimes for you show. complain about the most Kowalski things. It drives me crazy. 
I'm not complaining. You just did. I'm just no. You asked me what I. You just why complained. I like you couldn't sit in somebody better. else's seat and, and eat your food. <sighs> All right, forget it. This is a stupid. Uh, this is a stupid conversation. So let's move on. Let's move forward. The St- Stephen A. Smith of Long Island, everyone. Let's go. Let's co- let's continue. Let's go back to superheroes and fun stuff like that because that's what people. Eric want actually to talk hates about. superheroes. He'd much rather talk about sports. I like both. <laughs> um. <laughs> but on our last show, we had heard and we had talked about um, Gal Gadot had spoken about her being involved in Wonder Woman three, and that she was going to work on developing it with with Peter um, Safran and James Gunn. Then we get a story saying that, well, no, that's not exactly happening. True, because there's nothing in development. Now, I need to pause here and defend her and say she never said they were currently developing a movie. She just said that they would be if once they get things going, they're going to develop the third film. It didn't say it was in active development, didn't address that at all. So when I read this, I'm like, why can't people just let, let's let people be happy with this news <laughs> for a little while before you have to come and piss on it. Right. Like, I don't know. What did you think? What you, did you think what I, how I thought that she just said that they're going to work on developing, not that it was in development. To me, that means the same thing. Like they're, no. they're talking about making a movie. They're talking about where wonder woman fits in this universe. They're talking about what they can do. That's what she, you know, she wants, right. Whether it's, they're not, they're not actively in, on the, on the, on the lot being like, okay, we're going to put a giant waterfall over there and a green mountain with them. Like, they're not doing that, but like they, to me, this sounds like they are having conversations. That's what she said. That's how I interpreted her words. They are having, we were having conversations on what to do with wonder woman because right. I'm involved. That's how I know about what's going on. Right. So that that's all she did, but to me that means that the movie is you know in development. I mean, we've seen other movies just been released with a title and it's in development, and then it goes to development to hell. And you know, like <laughs> when a movie's in development, it can be in development for years, years. That's no, how I interpret it. Yeah, I I didn't take it that way. I just took it when I read it. I was like, all right, there she's going to be involved. Whenever they decide to do this, she's going to be involved. And I didn't look at it as it would be now. Like, okay, they're working on it now and we're going to hear about it, uh, a date (laughs) for the film in like three, four months. I didn't take it that way. Uh, So I guess it's perception, right? I guess it's how you read it. Um, I don't think she would have said that though if she wasn't involved. What what would that have done? So I don't know. Just get get people talking about it. Um... Yeah, but maybe, what does she she's care? A, maybe she's on the, why because she needs to pay her bills too and she needs acting roles to do it um no but, but why would she care to say that because it generates publicity it gener- gets people talking about it if no if i mean why would she say it if she wasn't involved because maybe she wants to be involved maybe she's not involved maybe she's trying to generate the public that that pr train why would she mention both of their names in a public interview and say that they told. Well, who else is she going to know? Walter Hamada. I just mean it doesn't make any sense for her to put herself in, interject herself into this, if she's really ha- didn't have discussions with them to be in it. That I just that doesn't make any sense to me. So I, I, I don't I'm, know. To me, this it's is how my like brain either, works. 
to me, it's just her getting her name out there, seeing if people bite on this and if people really want it. Like, I don't know. It, it seemed like there was a lot of buzz. Oh, everyone's really happy. Gal's coming back. Wonder Woman 3. Like, it's going to, in some capacity. And then everyone's excited. Now they're like, oh, they're like, hold on. That's not really what's going on. Then everyone's all upset. And he's like, well, people still really like her as Wonder Woman, even though right. some aspects have crashed on her. Maybe that was the whole point of it. Maybe she's like, hey, look. I am still a big deal as Wonder Woman. Like, there's no right. need to recast it. Like, she's yeah. just, again, putting her name out there. Because, again, in Hollywood, if people are talking about you, you might as well be dead. That's fair. So, you know? Well, I guess we'll see, guys. <clears throat> I guess we'll still see what's going to happen there. Uh, this this, this change of, changing of the guard has been uh, quite interesting. It's just funny because everyone's like, reboot it, reboot this. This trade's a liar. They have an agenda. I don't believe this. I don't believe this. Oh, God. Right. And I'm not I'm not saying the reporter's wrong. I'm just saying. No, I'm just talking, I'm talking about fan reactions. Like, oh, right. God, you guys. You guys got bills to pay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, you guys must be nice to worry about this shit. <laughs> Well, <clears throat> we are getting more Godzilla. Um and we had a first look of it's going to be an Apple TV show. Uh so I think that's um I don't that's know. That's already that's already limiting. Yeah, it's kind of limiting, right? But we'll see. Uh Although the show Severance show is doing very good apparently. That's true. But it's titled Monarch Legacy of the Mon- Legacy of Monsters. Um Godzilla is going to be part of the series. Uh, Kurt Russell and his son are both in the movie, and Wyatt Russell, who is also um, Agent what's good, Agent USA from Marvel, so you guys might know him from there. Um, who else did I see is going to be in this? Sorry. Oh, Kersey Clemens. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the last time I saw her, I thought she was the worst part of the movie. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think of the actors in this that people would recognize. Are you excited for this? I'm kind of, I think I'm Godzilla out. I mean, I need more Kong, to be honest. I'm still, I'm still all about King Kong. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm. I don't know if Kurt Russell can do this for me. I'll give it a shot. I guess that's the way I'm approaching it right now. You have Apple TV? You have Apple TV? I don't, but I have access to the shows, so. Okay. Black market holds them. (laughs) You need a kidney real quick? <laughs> Cadillac converter? What is it? The catalytic Cadillac converter? Catalytic converter? Call Eric. Nice. What's that? New tires? Buy one. Eric gets you three for free. Oh, no, no. I just know people who have access to stereos uh, that fall off the back of a truck. You need one? Television shows. And I could get them without having to have Apple TV or any service, actually. Champion of Long Island. Yeah. Holler at your boy. Anyway, <clears throat> um, <laughs> so I haven't seen. I know X Men ninety seven was on Disney Plus, but I hadn't seen it. I haven't. Um, even, I didn't even know it came. It came out. Yeah, it's been. Apparently, it has been there. Do you know, do you know what else actually came out that we we have not talked about? What it's flown over our heads. What Harley Quinn's new season? Apparently, it has. I haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't either. It. I was like, wait a second. Like, where was the announcement? Yeah, <laughs> that it's back. Like I was like, I've been dying to watch this. I'm gonna watch it after the show. Yeah, well, they already have a second season underway with X Men '97. 
So it's a revival of obviously the famous 1992 show that everyone loves with the theme song that everyone loves. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. So apparently there's a, the season two is already happening. So I'll have to give that. I honestly did not even know season one came out. I think it did. Maybe it didn't. I could be wrong. But if, no, it, if this okay. says ahead of debut, so yeah, it hasn't come out. Okay, yet. great. So I didn't miss yeah. it. I was like, you did not miss two, it. Two Harley Quinns is too much. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for this. I don't even like X Men, but like this is my version of the X Men. So I want to check this out because I'm like, will they revive the Fox Spider Man show? <laughs> can we oh finish that? Sh- can we? Is that a possibility? Could they finish that? Like they never did. They kind of left left on. A I push. know they could. I guess so. They could. We'll see what happens. Or even the old Fantastic Four. I don't I think I watched that one. Oh, dude, it's so good. There was that, that old Marvel like animated universe, like Iron Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man. So good. So good. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I didn't know. I do remember the Spider-Man show. And yes, that was good. Um, I don't remember the Fantastic Four. I don't know. No, it was it, it was uh, it was there. It was definitely more obscure because it's Fantastic Four, but that's true. Well, well, we're at the end of the the ride on this one. Oh, the old Holzman Midnight Ride. So you can you can, you know remove the Wait, shoulder well, harness before before we end things. Yeah, I excited you for the Jets. You got to be a little excited. I saw you wore your green T shirt today. You this is my excited. this is my fan, Batman on film fantasy football T-shirt. I saw you wore your green football T-shirt. So you get um, excited. You get excited. You, you start you starting to make fun of Giants fans yet? No, I don't do no. that. I don't, Not yet. I, I always temper my expectations with the Jets because I've been a Jet fan far too long to believe anything could be good for long <laughs> with us. So I temper my expectations. Are you ex- are you excited? Are you excited? I like, I mean, I do like the talent level. I'm not going to lie. So I'm excited to see how it comes together, but mm. I'm not, I'm not making any predictions. I'm not saying they're going to win the division. I'm not going any. Cause uh word on the street is the O line is pretty bad. It's not bad. I've heard they haven't even of... played. They haven't I've played their people... starters yet. Okay. I've heard people compare so. it to the giants O line with Eli. And I was like, Oh, these are bad. That's not no. good. So, but at least no. Rogers is mobile. They have mobile. Three fifths of it hasn't even played yet. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So it's hard to okay. really say there, but um, the depth might be an issue. So that's that's something to see. Wait and see if someone gets hurt. Is Michael Orsoville? <laughs> I know he's got he's having a little illegal problems. Yo, that he... story is crazy. Yeah, that story is crazy. It's a good movie. You you watch the movie, right? I love the movie, but now it's kind of has a different. Yeah, it's kind of it's like, oh, is this, is this true? <laughs> it's like, I know Hollywood takes his liberty. Oh, the whole movie, they took liberties. <laughs> it actually didn't happen this way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I never I never take one side of the story. I need to hear both of them, and I need to know their side as well. I think it's a little, the timing of this whole thing is a little weird to me when he decided to do this. But again, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out. But, uh. You know, mm-hmm. It's unfortunate if it, that if it is true what what he claims, then that's very unfortunate and very sad. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I want to hear what Sandra Bullock has to say. We'll say, yeah, I haven't heard any of the cast from the movie comment. They're either. not gonna comment. They're probably being told they're, not to. I bet you they don't to. even care to be honest. I think they do. 
You think they Espe- do? It's especially Sandra, there. especially Sandra Bullock. She, she won this. That movie won her her Oscar. Yeah, but for her performance in the film, it doesn't have to be accurate. It doesn't matter. She get you have to study these people. You go talk to these people. You meet these people. You hang out with these people to learn how they are. You guys have to. Eric's a method actor, like Jared Leto. He once sent me uh, a dead fox, uh, a dead ha- fox. Ha- half-eaten uh, bubblegum wrapper, uh, and, uh, and, and, and and a used uh, a cut-up used condom, like Jared Leto did to Suicide Squad. He sent me that for my birthday. You're funny. You're a funny guy. And a picture of Reno in a, in a frame. Uh, what? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I have this picture of Reno in a frame from Eric. Like it's weird. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But okay. You sent it, all right? Hey, I mean, it was part of the process I was in at the time. What do you want me to say? That's it. Eric, she's a method actor when he it's knows the process, things, you know? So all right. when you go see Aquaman in theaters and Aquaman 2 in, in December, 20, yeah, it's December 2027, you'll see all of her <laughs> put into the movie. <laughs> yeah, who knows, right? Who knows? Yeah, that? I have no it. idea. After after Warner Brothers has replaced uh, Jason Momoa scene for scene with Eric. Yeah. So Jason can prepare for his logo movie. It's going to go from making a billion dollars to a million dollars. <laughs> Well, based on your salary for the film, they'll actually be saving money. Eric donated it to the movie. He said so because he wants to get this filmed right. You know, the true story of the true Aquaman. You're funny. I I'm just a man. All I'm right. Tell them where they can find you, Pete. You could find me all over social media. That's Twitter. Uh, what's left? Is it even? Oh, I guess it's X. X now. Mastodon dead. Threads dead. Threads is dead. dead. Uh, no one uses it. It's true. That's a good point. It's dead. Vine dead. MySpace dead. Live Journal dead. They're all dead. It's all Twitter now. Twitter and Facebook. Anyway, at Pete Illustrated, um, you can follow this podcast, podcast listening to right now, straight underscore O underscore, straight underscore O underscore G on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Facebook group and Facebook fan, pa- fan page that you guys know about that Eric loves to post his food pics there. And we love it because he's our own little Emma. Eric Holzman, Emerald Live. That's what you that, that sounds like a pl- restaurant we can open. Holzman Live. I like it. Every food picture is 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 what's on the menu. On Instagram, I, yes. Yeah. That's, like, that's our menu. Our menu is going to be your Instagram. I'm such a goddamn genius. I will be broke no longer. Um at Team Yellow Oval, Batmanonfilm.com, Batman on Film YouTube, uh, comic book reviews, toy reviews, all that stuff over there. Um, Batman on Film podcast, check that out. We have uh, trying to get one in um, with Haas, but timing has been difficult. So trying to do that, and then probably have to do a Blue Beetle show for that as well, because uh, got to get Ryan Lauer's perspective on the Batman Book Club. And I'm also on the Batman Book Club, so check that out. And every once in a while, I pop over Eric's house and I mow his lawn. So Eric, why don't you take it away? Mow my lawn? Well, the backyard, the side streets. You know, take it, make it look nice. You're, you're a busy man out there in the oceans. Oh Jesus. Anyway, yeah, you guys can find me on X. I, that sounds so stupid, but you can find me on X. <laughs> the website's twitter.com. I'm never changing it, right? Yeah, it's, it's still Twitter. At finally 33, spell finale 33. Peter already mentioned the show at straight underscore O underscore G for the show handle. Uh, you can hit us up there if you want to to talk about anything that we talk about on the show. Don't forget, again, Facebook. We have our group, we have our page. Uh, the group is where I post things like the video, my car reviews after I see a movie. So if you want to be a part of the group and you're not yet, definitely go there, ask 
uh, have we come up with a name for the show yet? Is it just what? in the car? That's what I just call it. Yeah, in the car. So, but yep, it's only about. I only usually do about five minutes. That's about tops. I don't try not to go any for any longer. That's what she said. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> holds him on, holds him on. Check it. Get check it that in. out, guys. Check it out over there. Uh, the Facebook group. Love talking to you, peep, um, you peeps in there. A lot of interaction going on. So what do you mean, you there. peeps? Yeah, the peeps. Whoa. Um, as well as you guys know, I do a Knicks, a New York Knicks live stream every Wednesday night at eight thirty Eastern time called All Nicked Up. So if you're into the New York Knicks, you can check that out as well. There's, I also have a Twitter handle for that. Is at all at all underscore Nicked underscore up. So to interact with me there about the Knicks and anything in basketball. Because when I, is uh, when is the first game that you're going to? I don't even know yeah. if I'm going to any, but really, that's yeah. that's, that's sad. I usually don't. The tickets are too expensive, and I, as much as I like them, and I'm a fan, they're just they've priced me out. There's you can, the tickets for like terrible seats are expensive. Really? Yes, yeah, so I I I I draw the line there. So Unless you, a bunch of us go to got together. No, I don't. You don't go to see the Knicks play the Nets at Barclays? Aren't those tickets cheaper? Mm. No, because they're playing the Knicks. So Sounds like you got to go. I guess you got to go all the way. Down. Philly sells has reasonable price tickets. Yeah, it but, might be a bit of a drive for you, but it's worth it. Well, yeah, one of my friends lives there. One of the guys who used to be on the show actually lives there, so we could probably do that as a trip. But yeah, I haven't been to a Knicks game in wow, I can't even remember the last time. Probably that's like 10, that, 10 years or so. That's kind of how I was with the Devils last year. I went to a playoff game. It was my first game. I didn't go to a game all season, but I can't right. remember the last, like since COVID, I can't remember the last time I went to a game. You know, I was kind of like, yeah. whoa. I don't know. Eating, eating, first Yankee game, I went to 4th of July this year. I looked at my brother's like, we haven't been here in like four years. That's weird. It is. It's weird. Yeah, COVID, obviously, you have to take those two years out completely, but. I, but I can't because they still played the season. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's true. weird. That's this, true. It's not like the season got canceled. Like they well, still weren't allowed games. to go one year. You weren't. They no fans were allowed. For to more like it was more like a year and a half, I think. And then we they did the, like the 15, 20, 25, You know, they yeah. started doing increments. Yeah. But so yep. it, it was, yeah, no, it's weird. That's why I'm like, the team sucks. I'm still going. I've I've been here once in like five years. I don't blame you, man. I really don't. I don't blame you at all. There are worse things to be doing than taking a day off from work and sitting in the sun watching baseball. All day. Yeah, I mean, if you like the game, it's still it's still one of the better tickets to get in sports is going to a baseball game. So I agree. Well, that's it. That's it. We're at the end of the road for this one. So unless you have any more comments. Just uh, final E33 at OnlyFans.com for the feet picks. <laughs> all right. There you go. I, I'm I'm out. I have nothing else. So he's done. I'm done. Down so, goes Holzman. Down <laughs> goes Holzman. So for Pete, I'm Eric. You're listening to Straight Out of Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah! <laughs>